This is Melissa Golden, and you're listening to Freedom in Numbers, and this is The Morning Mouthful. Good Friday morning, July 3rd, 2020. Welcome to the first official Friday edition of What the Fed?, where I tell you about a weird, obscure, just downright wasteful project of the United States federal government. Many good Americans have boldly come forward throughout this pandemic in an effort to fight off the mangy conspiracy theorists, gently consoling us on the temporary loss of freedoms due to a global pandemic. These patriots would have us convinced that our government could and would never think of cooking up a maniacal scheme such as spinning us all into a fear frenzy over a virus they created that isn't near as deadly or dangerous as they would have us believe. With that said, today's What the Fed will serve as one small example to illuminate the possibilities of creation when you have gobs of money and little government oversight. Because you are the government. Let me introduce to you DARPA the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, founded in 1958 as ARPA by Eisenhower. DARPA was the U.S.'s response to the launching of Sputnik by the Soviet Union and to the U.S. realization that the Soviet Union had developed the capacity to rapidly exploit military technology. So we decided that we also needed the capacity to rapidly exploit military technology. DARPA is accredited with laying the foundation for many innovations that have changed all of our lives. A lot good really can be said about some of the innovations of DARPA. Uh, First on the list is ARPANET, the very base level of foundation for the internet in the 60s and 70s. Yes, kids, there were computers in the 60s and 70s. GPS, adapted for public use from military ground control projects, something that we all carry in our pockets today. Helps us get to the coffee shop. Siri and all the other nice gals like her are based on DARPA's personalized assistant that learns program or the PAL program. DARPA created cognitive computing systems as a way to make military decision making more efficient or to figure out who's right and who's wrong in an argument. Drones. Eh, That one's kind of a no brainer. However, DARPA has created other technologies with very sci-fi, supervillain-sounding names and suggested by many to have potentially more sinister implications. First on this list is the Exacto Bullets. Extreme Accuracy Tasked Ordnance are the military's first smart, self-guided bullets. Exacto Bullets are able to change their path during flight based on a laser on the target to correct for the movement of that target or any other factors that may have driven the bullet off course. Z-Man seeks to replicate the natural climbing ability that animals like geckos and spiders have. One of the main products of the Z-Man program is Gekskin, a synthetically produced high-grip material. In a 2012 trial, a 16-square-inch sheet of Gekskin successfully attached to a glass wall and managed to hold a static load of 660 pounds. Contact lenses that provide the wearer real-time info, like in in black mirrors, DARPA, 
real-time language translators that have been advertised all over Facebook for the last several years. DARPA. Those freaky dog robots. DARPA. Those are the Legged Squad Support System, or the LS3, introduced by DARPA and in development with Boston Dynamics, is a mobile, semi-autonomous, four-legged robot that can function as a beast of burden on the battlefield. Or for Adam Savage to pull the chariot. Little cart. Uh, the Integrated Sensor IS Structure, or ISIS, <laughs> somebody really screwed up the acronym on that one, is a joint DARPA Air Force project of unprecedented proportions. This program aims to create an autonomous, unmanned, high-altitude airship capable of conducting persistent wide-area surveillance, tracking, and engagement of air and ground targets for a 10-year period without coming out of the sky. This is one of a number of projects to send autonomous stuff and UAVs and drones and different things uh, up into the atmosphere for a long period of time for ground surveillance. Excalibur. They have made laser guns, lightweight laser weapons. Uh, DARPA hopes the program will produce a 100-kilowatt laser that could be used in precision strikes against ground and air targets, specifically designed for close combat urban-type situations. Again, all of super sci-fi, super fun for a sci-fi nerd like myself. However, DARPA has three programs of interest now, especially with all that's going on with uh, you know pandemics and corrupt governments and general unrest of the world at this point. So the first project is the Insect Allies, which is marketed as a way to use insects to insert protective genes into living plants in an offensive mood move for food security. Offensive move for food security. Which, I mean, isn't so far-fetched considering GMO mosquitoes were released in Florida and Texas just last month in an effort to eviscerate their natural populations. These genetically modified males reproduce with natural females and all of their natural female progeny dies. But yeah, it sounds like a great idea. Um, next on this, uh, this list of kind of odd ones that make us wonder is the preempt program, the Preventing Emerging Pathogenic Threats. Now, this particular program was announced on January of 2018. Interventions under consideration include animal or insect-targeted vaccines, therapeutic interfering particles, gene editors, and indirect approaches informed by environmental and ecological factors that affect how viruses are spread. For example, understanding the environmental stressors that drive bats into closer contact with humans and devising mitigating options to reduce the likelihood of that contact. All of this uh, leading up to a 2018 $10 million DARPA project with Montana State University to investigate the spread and prevention of deadly viruses, aka bat-borne viruses, studying bats in Australia, Bangladesh, Madagascar, and Ghana. And once all of these projects were up and running, the CDC, in July 2019, quietly shuts down the U.S. Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases, 
the military's lead lab for biological defense research. Yusmarid was forced to halt all research it was conducting with a series of deadly pathogens after the CDC found that it lacked sufficient systems in place to decontaminate wastewater from what's highest security labs and failure of staff to follow safety procedures amongst other lapses. And this is just, this sounds all too familiar as the CDC had to shut down their own facilities because of the lack of staff following safety procedures among other lapses that led to the significant contamination of COVID test related materials. Now, last year, the decision to shut down the facility garnered surprisingly little media coverage. I don't remember hearing anything about it, as did the CDC's also surprising decision to allow the troubled facility to partially resume research late November of 2019, even though the facility was still and is still not at full operational capacity and has not corrected a lot of the issues seen before. Now, maybe the most, and we've talked a lot about irony this week, maybe the most ironic fact about the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency is that they claim all of their work is offensive for the safety of American troops and civilians alike. While we're on the topic of safety, let's try not to blow any fingers or toes off this weekend while we enjoy the United States Independence Day. We celebrate big and we'll not be putting together a weekend edition of Freedom in Numbers this weekend. Have fun, be free, and we'll see you Monday. Hey, freedom-loving listeners. Thank you for being a part of this morning's mouthful. If you need a little more freedom in your day, feel free to check out our weekend edition of Freedom in Numbers. We'll see you tomorrow.